Welcome to the podcast of Medora Pentecostal Church. We are a growing community of believers committed to bringing hope and building lives. We pray today's message is a blessing to you. Let's go to the book of Mark, chapter 8, and verse 22. Mark, chapter 8. And verse 22, the Bible says he cometh to Bethsaida and they bring a blind man unto him and besought him to touch him. They sought Jesus to touch him. And when he, we find that he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the town and when he had spit on his eyes, And put his hands upon him, he asked him if he saw aught. And he looked up and said, I see men as trees walking. After that, somebody say after that. He put his hands upon, again, upon his eyes. And made him look up. And he was restored and saw every man clearly. And he sent him away to his house saying, neither go into town nor tell it to any in the town. Amen. Praise the Lord. I want to talk about the master's touch tonight. The master's touch. Oh, the master's touch. Praise God. Heavenly Father, we come before you this evening. I pray, God, that you would help us, Lord, as we get into your word. Lord Jesus, I ask, dear God, that your anointing would be upon us. Let us, Lord, speak, O God, as has been pressed upon us. Let it bless you and feed your people in Jesus' mighty name. Everybody say amen. amen. Praise God. God bless you. You can be seated. When we consider the ministry of Jesus, it was marked by many powerful characteristics. Jesus personified kindness. He was a kind Savior. Kind kindness. He had compassion. The Bible repeatedly speaks about and refers to his his compassion, his compassion on the hurting, his compassion on the the suffering and and those that were in need of healing. We find that he was a, a sharing Messiah. He fed the sick. He took care of those that were in need. He had the characteristics of service. He was a servant. He came to serve, amen, and to minister to those that were around him. He was known for the characteristics of joy and love and patience and goodness and gentleness. And we we see him by, by his characteristics. But one of the most powerful traits that Jesus exhibited to people when he was on this earth is that he touched people. He touched people. Somebody say he touched people. He frequently touched the sick and the afflicted. And they were healed. Look at Luke chapter 6 and verse 17. Luke 6 and 17. And he came down with them and stood in the plain and the company of the disciples and a great multitude of people out of all Judea and Jerusalem. And from the sea coast of Tyre and Sidon were come to him and to be healed of their disease, and they were vexed with unclean spirits, and they were healed. And then look at this. And the whole multitude sought to 
touch him, to touch him. They wanted to have contact with him. Not, not enough just to hear his words, not enough to just be in his presence, but they wanted contact with him because they knew that virtue would go out of him and they would be healed. We find that Jesus showed up at Peter's house, amen, and it came and he, he took Peter's mother-in-law, according to Mark 1 and 31, by the hand and lifted her up. He took her by the hand. You got to touch to do that and lifted her up and immediately the fever left her and she ministered unto them. Amen. I believe that the Lord healed her and she started cooking. I like that. Hallelujah. The woman with the issue of blood touched the hem of his garment and she was healed. We find in, in Matthew chapter 8 and verse 1, it says, He came down from the mountain, and great multitudes followed him. And behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him. That was illegal. He was not supposed to touch a leopard. He was not supposed to get close to the leopard. But I want to tell you what happens when Jesus touched somebody is that there will be a miracle in that touch. So today I want to tell you we need to seek the touch of Jesus. We need to seek the touch of Jesus. I believe that the Lord just simply manifested this message just a little while ago when Brother Randy come down to the altar. What was he doing? I'm looking for a touch of Jesus. There are some times that you can't get anything out of your life, your situation. Amen. There's no answer to the blindness. There's no answer to the problem. But I need a touch from Jesus. I need a we need we need to get back to a mindset sometime that 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 I need a touch from the Lord. I need a touch from the Lord. Anybody need a touch in their body right now? You need a touch in your physical body right now. Hallelujah. Anybody need a touch of encouragement? Why don't you stand? Hallelujah. Why don't you stand to your feet and say, oh, I'm not just going to let Brother Randy be the only one in this service tonight that gets a touch from the Lord. I'm going to get a touch from the Lord. I'm going to get a touch from the Lord tonight. Hallelujah. Touch me, Jesus. Do you have a problem that's unsolvable? I want to tell you, we could go in the, in, the, in, the, in the church office and we can counsel and I could talk to you for three hours and you'll walk out the same way you walked in. But if you can get a touch by Jesus Christ, I want to tell you, you'll be changed and different. Somewhere along the line, there was some friends that said, if I could just get them to Jesus, uh, he can do what I cannot do. If I can just get him into the presence of Jesus, uh, amen, you got a relationship problem. I want to tell you, you need to take it to the presence of Jesus. Uh, yes, sir. You be seated if you like. Here's the deal, is that we have gotten to the place where we, we want counsel, and that's good. We've gotten to the place where we want to make sure that we can, we can do more than just, you know, years ago we thought, well, if we can just come pray them through, everything be all right. And I still believe that. But you've got to follow up your touch with some action. 
you got to follow up your touch with some action. He's touched me. I'm going to walk differently. I'm going to look differently. That blind man, when he got a touch from the Lord, not only did he get one touch, but he needed two touches. Amen. The Bible said he touched his eyes once. And he saw men like trees. He wasn't clear. But he got a second touch. And after that, you know what the Lord said? You're going to walk home a different way. You're going to go home a different way. You're going to live a different life. I need a touch from Jesus. I need a touch from Jesus. When Jesus sees the blind man, there's something that he does that's pretty remarkable is that he takes the blind man by the hand and leads him out of town. Leads him out of town. Can you imagine that walk just for a minute? Hand in hand with Jesus. Everybody wanted to touch him. Everybody wanted to be around him, but he leads him out. The man could hear his voice, but he could feel the touch. The Bible says faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of the Lord, but blessing comes by contact. Let me say that again. Blessing comes by contact. It's getting in touch with him. It's getting connected to him. Sometimes, though, if you're going to get your miracle, you have to leave certain places to get your miracle. Sometimes, if you're going to be the Lord, why didn't he just heal him right there? Why didn't he touch his eyes right then? But he took him out of Bethsaida. Bethsaida is known by its name as a sportsman's prison. A sportsman's prison. Luke 11 records uh, 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 some talk about uh, Bethsaida for it says in verse 20, then began he to upbraid the cities wherein most of his mighty works were done because they repented not. He said, woe unto thee, Corazon, and woe unto thee, Bethsaida. Why? For the mighty works which were done in you, if they had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would, would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. What does he say? And he said, listen, Bethsaida, you had your opportunity, but you did not receive the miraculous. Could it be that Bethsaida was the hindrance to this man's revival? And he had to leave a place to get his touch. I want to tell you, sometimes you got to leave doubt beside. you got to leave fear aside. you got to walk out of the town of rebellion. you got to walk out of the town of disobedience. you got to walk out of the mentality that says, I, I, I don't know if it'll ever happen. Amen. But when Jesus let him out, it was as if he was saying, pardon me. Pardon me. I got to go to my miracle. Excuse me. I don't want to offend you. I don't want to hurt you, but I need a touch. Take me, Jesus, out of this mess so I can get my miracle. Take me out of the, the attack of the enemy that I can get my miracle. A blind man speaks of spiritual blindness, dullness. Amen. What will stop us from being spiritually dull? What will stop us from being our, our healers from our spiritual blindness is a touch. We need a touch from the Lord. We need a touch from the Lord. I realize tonight this is not some kind of deep Bible teaching. I'm not going to, you don't even have your, uh, I don't have any outline for you. I don't have anything tonight other than just a simple message. And sometimes it boils down to this. I can't quote scripture. I don't know what to do. I don't know what song to sing, but I know I need a touch. Hallelujah. 
I, I don't know what's going on, but I know that I need his presence in me. If I can feel him one more time in my life, hallelujah, I can make it through my discouragement. I'll make it over my trial, my test. I need a touch. Hallelujah. 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 You know what I'm talking about. If you've been in church in any length of time, have you ever been in that place where it's just like your world is crumbling around you and you went to prayer and the Lord started lifting you up and you begin to feel his presence come into the room. Amen. And all of a sudden, discouragement turns to encouragement. Fear turns into faith. Why? It's just one touch of the master's hand. Perhaps the most amazing touch was the spit in his eye. I'm telling you what, that had to baffle all of the, all the health nuts. You see, but what happened is the DNA of the divine More than just getting a touch, he said, I'm going to mix my DNA with yours. <laughs> I'm going to take that same uh, power and authority. I'm going to mix it with you, and there's going to be a miracle happen. Hallelujah. I'm telling you today, somebody needs to hear my voice. You need to hear what I'm preaching to you about, and that is I need a master's touch. I need a master's touch, and it's not just good sometimes to have it once. I need it again. I need him to put my hands again upon me. I need him to restore me again. Hallelujah. I love what he said and he made him look up. He made him look up. Hallelujah. Stop looking at your world and your, and your issues and your problems. Look up. Let him touch you today. Look up. Sometimes... It doesn't seem to make sense what the Lord asks us to do. But if we'll obey him, we can get what we need. Naaman, you're going to get your healing, but you've got to go down into a river that you disdain and do something that doesn't sound like, doesn't make good sense. I want you to go dip seven times in the river. I'm going to heal you. Lord, you want me to do what? Doesn't make sense. But he obeyed. And when he was finished, the Lord healed him. The Lord healed him. Hallelujah. I, I know that, that, that some of y'all are so, so, so brilliant and smart. You're much smarter than I am. You've got everything figured out. There are things I stand back and I look at 2018 and I'm thinking, huh? Huh? What? Yeah. But I know that I've got a Lord that if I could just follow after him, he's got a touch that will help me in just a moment, heal me in just a moment. Hallelujah. Oh, somebody say amen. amen. In Mark chapter 10 and verse 13. Mark chapter 10 and verse 13. I love this. And they brought young children to him that he should touch them. They brought their kids. Said, here, will you touch my kid? 
will you touch my child? And his disciples, like a bunch of us, rebuked them. Don't bring those kids to them. Don't do that. But when Jesus saw it, he was much displeased and said unto them, Suffer the little children to come unto me and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of God. Verily I say unto you, Whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child, he shall not enter therein. And look what he did. Not only did he touch them, but he took them up in his arms and placed his hands upon them and blessed them. Hallelujah. Those mom and dad said, I want you just to touch my child. Here, here Jesus, just put your hand upon him. I want Just brush up against him. I want you to touch. But when Jesus saw that kind of faith, he reached down and took them back by their hands, took them by their arms and put him up in his arms and laid his hands upon them and blessed them. Amen. I, I, I don't know about you, but I'm taking my, my, my heart, my life, amen, to Jesus and saying, oh, I need a touch. I need a touch right now. I need a touch in my mind right now. Hallelujah. I need a touch from you. When you study scripture, you find that touch is, is a, always connected to the blessing. In their best-selling book, The Blessing, Gary Smalley and, and John Trent stated some, in, uh, some insights into the power of touch. They said, quote, the act of touch is a key to communicating warmth, personal acceptance, and affirmation. Even physical health. They said one third of our five million touch centers receptors are in the hands. One third of our five million touch receptors are in the hand. When Jacob blessed his sons, what did he do? He put his hand on them. When Joseph blessed his sons, what did he do? He put his hand on them. Hallelujah, hallelujah. There's something about touch. There's something about touch that, that, that you cannot be communicated even with words. Cannot even be verbalized with words. But when the Lord touched you, he touched me. Anybody know what I'm talking about tonight? You been there? Oh, he touched me. And oh, the joy that flood my soul. Something happened, and now I know. <laughs> he touched me, and he made me. Oh. I've told you, at least many of you may know this story, but permit me to tell it again. My dad in World War II was a truck driver. And one time he was by himself driving one of those big old army trucks, pulling a big trailer behind him. And he said he was on a two-lane road. And on either side were deep ravines. And he said there was no place to turn around. 
He said he found himself behind enemy lines and didn't know it. He looked to one side and there was the German tanks all lined up. Looked on the other side and there was those, what they call the screaming memes. These big guns over on the side and he's in a road down the middle. At the time, my father was a good Baptist believer. He loved the Lord, but he did not know the power of the Holy Ghost. But he prayed, and he said, Oh, God, if you can, would you help me? He said, I felt a presence come into that truck so strong, I knew somebody was in the cab of it with me. He said he took his hand and run it across the seat and could feel where that, whatever it was, was sitting, but there was nobody there. He said he passed out, and when he come to, his truck was headed the other direction, and he was going back, amen, to safety. He said, I never felt that presence again until the night I received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And when I received the Holy Ghost, I knew what that was. I knew what that was. Amen. I want to tell you today, you can have an antiseptic God. You can have a God that's platonic. You can have a God that is, but the Bible said we have a high priest that can be touched with the feeling of our infirmities. And I I know that he can feel that he's going to touch me I can feel I can feel I need a touch Lord I need a touch Lord I need a touch Lord stand to your feet please I need a touch Lord from you I need a touch Lord from you I need the master to reach down to me right now hallelujah I know this is not a Christmas message I know it's not a Tuesday night kingdom life Bible study but oh it's what I felt it's what I feel right now Oh, Lord, if I could but touch, Lord, the hem of your garment, if I could just get past you, Lord, and brush up against you, Lord, more than that, but if you would just reach down and grab a hold of me, Lord, would you go to, let me, Lord, be in your arms right now. Wrap me in your arms, oh, holy God. Wrap me in your arms, oh, heavenly Father. Lord Jesus, lay your hands on me. Lay your hands on me, oh, Lord. Lay your hands upon me, God. Lord, and I know I'll be whole. I know that I could be whole if I could just touch you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you for joining us today. We pray you have been encouraged. If you would like more information about Medora Pentecostal Church, you can check out our website at www.medorachurch.com. Set